Hello and welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm your host. Doing alone today. So, week passed. Not a ton has happened, honestly. Um, things have been pretty pretty chill. I mean, we're just getting spring training games. We are now one week away from the season, so it's very exciting in that sense. Um, but, you know, finally we can actually talk about the Yankees and what we're seeing with the Yankees which is, you know, a, a good relief, and I'm excited to do that. But before that, I do want to just review some other things that went around the league. Just mix it up a bit, you know, go around the league first, then we can talk about the Yankees for as long as we want. Um, we saw a list of new City Connect jerseys that are coming out. The Washington Nationals are the first one, and they revealed theirs. It's interesting to say the least i don't think it's a bad uniform but i don't think it's like you know the most cool at all uh it's clean there's a a white blocky wsh in the front with a pink like shadow to it and then there's like floral not like floral but like there's a few like flowers like nice pink flowers on it like it's it's aesthetically pleasing i'm not going against it but uh it's again not like one that i'd be like oh i need a jersey of that or something like that um, but that's the first City Connect. There are also a few others that are coming out throughout the season, including the Astro, uh, Astros, Royals, Rockies, Angels, Brewers, and Padres. All will be getting their own City Connect jerseys, and I'm excited for them. I love the City Connect jerseys last year. Uh, I think we always talked about them. Everybody always talked about them. Um, they're really interesting. They're really fun. They kind of give a little spice to the game, and that's what we need. So yeah, throughout this season, I'm excited to find and see those come out. Still surprised we haven't seen like a New York one. Like I think they're probably waiting that a little after. And I think there's also probably like a little history that's being delayed. I feel like especially with the Yankees, they're like, we don't want to change our jerseys. We have so many things that we need to have consistent with our jerseys. We can't change it at all. And honestly, the um, Mets can just do their black jerseys and I think that's enough of a city connect that they need to use and I think they'll be fine but um <laughs> continuing on uh Albert Pujols decides to return to St. Louis to finish it off his career just a one-year contract finishes year off in St. Louis it'd be amazing to see him play a bunch but you know I can't imagine that he would want to do all that much he is an old man um but he's also going to a team that is already kind of cracked by themselves um, in the Cardinals, and they're such a good lineup. But it'll be a nice little farewell tour to Albert Pujols, the old ass man. Um, and you know, pretty simple like that. I mean, he spent so much of his career there, spent a good amount of his career at the Angels, and then just went to the Dodgers, and you know, didn't even get to win a World Series, which is funny. Um, but yeah, now he's back in St. Louis to go and, 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 you know, give that final nod, and everybody's loving him there, and that's great to see. Um, Adrian Hauser of the Brewers, one of their, probably one of, one of their players in spring training now, got back-to-back pickoffs, and so he got two outs without throwing a single pitch. He tossed a runner out at second, picked him off, and then proceeded to pick the guy off at first which is really unheard of. And I'm, I don't think there's really much to say except like, you know, 
that's difficult. That's hard to do. That is that is very very much hard to do, and uh, that that's that's pretty much it. Like wow, like how do you that like that's rough to be a base runner too at that point to get picked off right after a guy in front of you just got picked off. Um, but there was a lot of, a few other things that went around the league that were pretty cool. Um, Corey Seager went and hit a home run against the Dodgers, which is you know haha pretty cool. But, again, spring training, not that much. MLB is doing their top 100 players. So I can't wait to look at this and just insult all of it because there's going to be a lot that's wrong with it. We also saw a big one. Seiya Suzuki, the pickup from Japan from the Cub, for the Cubs, his first hit of his career in spring training, a home run. Did you expect nothing less from this guy? No. Nobody expected anything less. He is such a good player. He is projected to be such a good player. And, you know, it's it's going to be fun to see what happens to him. Say Suzuki, here to play, here to stay. Can't wait to see what he does. Also, we haven't spoken about, and I think we should have, but we didn't, is a new rule being implemented this year, basically an Otani rule. Just saying that he is able to be a starting pitcher and at the same time when he gets removed as a starting pitcher can get put into the lineup as the DH. I think this is really cool. I think that kind of helps him out from not having to go to right field um, and like, you know, to have a guy throw 100 pitches and then go to right field and potentially hurt himself more. I think it's good for the safety. It's good for the entertainment of the game. And it fits him in well. You still do have to remove your DH, and that could hurt your team, but it's Otani, so you really can't hurt your team. But, like, you get what I'm trying to say. So I think that's a really cool thing, and, I mean, we're not going to see it from anybody else. Or at least I don't think we will, unless the Mets want to do it with the Grom, which they probably should, honestly. And along with that, the final thing that I want to talk about with rule changes is that the runner on second rule is coming back for this year, sadly. Ever oh so sadly, the runner on second rule in extra innings is coming back, and that is an agreement on MLB and MLBPA just to get it back this year, which is an absolute bummer, and I hate it, and it's going to be so stupid, and I'm just dreading it. Anyways, let's continue on to what we're here for. The Yankees. Spring training has gone pretty well. We've seen a lot of new faces, a lot of old faces, a lot of cool lineups, and a lot of a lot of interesting setups, to say the least. Start off with one player who has come out of absolutely nowhere, and I don't think anybody knows. Well, I mean, people probably know, but didn't expect anything from him. Mr. Marwin Gonzalez. He has been absolutely killing it so far this year in spring training and you know I just keep seeing his name pop up all the time and I'm like what the hell like this is it just is is constant he's just constantly up there every every game that he is playing I'm seeing his name up there so so far in his 15 at bats he is Seven hits, three of them being home runs, nine RBIs. So he's batting 467 so far as a Yankee in spring training. 
Uh, he's a second baseman, which puts us in a weird spot because we wouldn't really want him, of course, because of DJ. And, you know, it's just interesting to see what he has. Could be a bench bat, possibly, but I don't know how much we are enticed and, and you know, how much we'd have to bring him in. Because, you know, he's looking good, but he is a 275 average in career, and so not too promising. He's just having a very solid spring. We also are seeing players like Clark Schmidt, Luis Heel, everybody like that getting in, getting reps. And we talked about this last week. We are a team with a ton of pitching prospects, but don't have, you know, the space to use them. We have a very good setup already. And it's just, you know, it's just a matter of time until these players do get up. And hopefully it's for us, but there's no way of knowing if it is going to be for us or not. You know, we're seeing Judge play very well. We're seeing Gallo start to get into it. And I'm I'm liking what we're seeing from this team. Glaber Torres, somebody we need to talk about. Like, we need to talk about. He has come in and he's doing fantastic. Fantastic during spring training right now. And it's looking really promising, and, and I don't want to be fooled by it. Everybody's saying, oh, this is a bounce-back year for Glaber. This is it. This is for him. In 22 at-bats, he has eight hits, two home runs, four RBIs. That's batting 364. And, you know, he has one stolen base. And so, you know, it's looking good for him. It's looking good. He's looking more comfortable. But you can't always say that because it's spring. He's not going against the top pitchers all the time. Everything's being a little different. It's a new situation. This isn't how it works during the season. He's playing, whatever, five games instead of 150. So it's, I want to hope that he keeps this up during the year, but I know that that's a lot to ask for from him. We've also seen Aroldis Chapman in really weird places. He's been thrown in in like the third inning. He currently has a zero ERA through three games and three innings, but he'll get thrown in in like the fourth inning. And it's just like, what the, what the fuck is he, what? And it it's a little, it's a little weird. It's a little weird to see, but he'll get in there and he'll pitch well. And I guess it's more of a situation of, hey, we're just getting your reps. We don't really need much from you, but you know, getting, getting, his reps in there before the season starts, which again is one week away. We are inching ever so closer each day to opening day. And I am so down for it. I am so ready for the season to start. I haven't watched a lot of spring training, which is pretty bad of me. I haven't watched a lot of spring training, but I will start to watch right as the season starts and I will be fully invested and my uh might not want to say this, but my, my grades might might, but it won't. It won't. I'm not that bad of a student. Lastly, again, pretty short episode. This kind of happens when I'm alone. Don't have much to talk about this week. I'd love to talk as much as I can, but I want to talk about spring, about opening day. But the opening day that we're seeing, post about it came out today. So when we're recording this Thursday, um, 
uh, it's showing a little graphic about what's happening with opening day, which is, it was a little false. I didn't do my research before I did it. I was expecting Chris Sale to be the uh, starting pitcher for the Red Sox as we had Garrett Cole. Turns out Chris Sale is a little hurt. He's not feeling 100%. They give the nod to Nathan Valdi. Oof. Simple way to put it. Um, <laughs> yeah, last time that we saw this, it didn't go too well. But hopefully I can say it's the beginning of the year. It's a whole different situation. I don't know how hopeful I'll be with that. But I'd love to be hopeful. I'd love to see Yankees start off on a great note. Uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit about it next week. But I want to mention it opening day now just because, um, you know, it'll already happen once next week's episode comes out. So the opening day... Yankees start off on a home streak. Um, hopefully, they start on a winning streak as well. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for baseball to be back. I'm excited to see Cole on the mound, Higgy behind the plate, which is expected. Even if we did have a catcher, that would probably go in front of him. Um, you know, I'm I again. We're still probably figuring out all the fine details, but with the way Glaber Torres is looking, it seems like our field is going to be pretty straightforward we're going to go we're going to see Cole on the mound Higgy behind the plate Rizzo at first we're going to see DJ at second we're going to see Glaber at short we're going to see Donaldson at third we're going to see Gallo in left Judge in right I'm going to guess we probably will see Hicks in center I think it's going to be a casual setup and hopefully we can win a game. Hopefully we can take the first game, start off on such a better streak than we did last year. I just want to see some baseball be played. I want to see this team play how they should play. I want to see Glaber Torres get, ripping doubles. I want to see... I'd love to say I want to see Josh Donaldson ripping doubles, but uh, he's he's on his own path. And, you know, Isaiah Keener-Falefa coming off the bench in the seventh inning and doing something... I just am excited for this team. I like. I know we talked about this last week. We are not in the easiest division. That is by far factual. We are not anywhere close to the easiest division. And we have a lot of competition coming up. I think a lot of people are putting the Red Sox up top. I think it's surprising. Or not up top. I think they're, coming, they're putting them near the top, which I think is surprising because I still am adamant on... Trevor Story not being the elite player that everybody thinks he is as he batted 205 at away stadiums. But whatever people think, people can think. Of course, Toronto will probably end up on top. We talked about that last week. They're just an absolutely goaded roster up and down. It's going to be a competition, and that competition starts game one, and we need to compete game one, and I want to see us compete game one. Yeah, again, really simple, quick little episode. I'd love to have more to talk about. As I said, I haven't been able to catch everything that's going on in the MLB. I think I need a little week just to prepare myself because there's probably a lot that I'm missing from this week because there's been so much that I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, and then I just pass it up and I'm not realizing the value. And I think I'll absorb that once the season starts. It's also tough when you go and you have spring training 
And there's things like, oh, this happened that was really cool, but like, you've never heard of this guy, and he won't play either. Um, but I have, there is a bunch of rookies and young players getting their starts. Um, Tariq Skubal for the Tigers. Um, Bobby Witt Jr. got reps. You know, you're getting all these people are getting reps. Anthony Volpe got his reps. Oswaldo and Oswald um, both got their reps. And, you know, it's... It's cool to see. It's cool to see. It's cool to see the future of the game, but like you see all this stuff focused on those players, and you're like, oh, yeah, we won't see them for another year. Like, I understand they're doing so well, but as I said with Glaber, it's spring training. It's not all that serious. Sometimes there is, like the Mets did Scherzer and DeGrom in the same game. That is terrifying. I hate that. I never want to see that in my life. Um, <laughs> But I think overall, you're you're seeing it's it's cool to see different rosters, cool to see kids with the with kids, kid, cool to see guys with new teams like you know Correa with the Twins. Um, as I said, Seager hit a home run against the Dodgers, so like things like that's always fun to see. But I find no value yet. There's not value until it's a until it's a regular season, and there's going to be of course a, a shit ton of firsts. Once next week comes around, it's going to be all these first first hits of the season, first home run of the season, first walk-off of the season, first strikeout, and that's going to be a little tedious. But I think that the only important ones are in his first ever at-bat, Seiya Suzuki. Excited to see him. Excited to see him play. I'm excited to see the Mariners play as a whole. Winker, Ray... They already have such a young squad out there. But it all starts next week. And I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it on Thursday. About how the Yankees did. I'm excited to talk about their future. About what we saw with that team. And we already talked about how their rotation is pretty damn set. And like they have all these young guys playing well. Clark Schmidt pitched well. And there's just not a spot for them. And I, I hope there is a spot for them eventually. But we do have a pretty solid lineup, especially if Tyone comes in and pitches as well as he did. Severino was just stopped out. I think he missed a start just because of general soreness or tightness, um, which, you know, isn't good to see, but I'm fine with seeing general, like, soreness. There's not a lot of negatives that come with that. Rather take it safe. It's just a spring training game. Just take it safe. Take the day off. Get warmed up. Feel better about yourself. Go in there another day. It's a spring training game, so it's whatever up to you. It doesn't hurt the team. I do have to say, our games against the Phillies have been wild, to say the least. I feel like that's, A, the only team we play, and B, I think everything's been decided by six or more runs. Um by either team. Both teams have had days like that. But, I mean, yeah, going back to it. Let's have a good year. Let's have a year. Let's have some fun. Let's play good ball. It's all I want to see. But, yeah. Short week again. But that will be it for this week's episode. Tune in next week. Opening day. I really... 
right after opening day. It's a nice early game. So right after that, let's have our reactions. Let's have a good year. Let's have a time. Yeah, for this episode, I'm Scott. Go check us out on social media, pinstripe.podcast. But yeah, for the episode, that'll be it. Bye.